This is the BBC. Yeah, yeah, I say, I want to ask you something. Well, what is it? Well, it's one man in the world to another. I've got no problem. This is that my girlfriend, Maybe Dickens. You see, every Tuesday night, I go down to her house, and we play draft. How you do, do you? Yeah, because he will keep on putting the lights out. Oh. Mm. Mm. Hey, what is that? What's the problem? Well, you know where I can get a set of luminous draft. Has it ever occurred to you that perhaps she doesn't want to play draft? Oh, yeah, she does. I know that. Because when the lights are out, she puts her head on my shoulder and says, Go on, now it's your move. <laughs> well, don't you think that perhaps she might be thinking of something else? Oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Oh, I won't take the draft round next Tuesday. Oh. I'll take you Ludo. Oh. Well, go on, then, and answer the programme. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever happens during the next 30 minutes will certainly be beyond our care. Among those taking part are Game Warden Henry Stanford Montfichet, Marigold Park, Humphrey Pinkerton Fox, QC, Zelda and her performing pigeon, is it good enough? Oh, you expect me to say, I don't know, don't you? Is he good enough? I don't know. Oh. To continue. <laughs> Brigadier General Sunday Chip, George Church, and of course, Mr. Kenny Hall, with the first remain anonymous. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kenny Hall. <laughs> Good evening, and first of all, here's a special message to all smokers in our studio audience. Please do not throw your cigarette ends into the fire bucket. It makes them damp, soggy, and practically unsmokable. <laughs> and the orchestra rely on them. Well, now. <laughs> Tonight, I was going to talk to you about the uses of cement, but I thought you'd prefer something more concrete. So instead, let me tell you some of the things that happened to me last week. On Monday, I popped into my tailor to be fitted for a new suit. I also did a chap called Samuel T. Tosis of Savile Row. Very distinctive style, and his work is easily recognized. Only this morning, a chap came up to me and said, I stay home. That's too superstitious. <laughs> on, on, Tuesday, on Tuesday, I bought some modeling playing a wheel, and I just potted around with home. And then on uh, Wednesday, I had to go up to town like two. It was terribly crowded as usual. In fact, it was so crowded, it got to the point where it was fun. <laughs> Actually, there was a young girl next to me who was getting rather anxious because she'd been separated from her father, who'd been jammed in right at the other end of the carriage. She asked me for help, so I took the situation in hand and shouted at the top of my voice, Pass father down the car, please. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> Dan, Doggy, and Patrick, and I like that. However, on Thursday, I've been invited once again to take the chair of that popular panel game, Next Question Please, which has been recorded at the Corn Exchange in Blabbermouth County. Well, the BBC had fixed my accommodation, so I drove down on the Thursday night. <laughs> Fixing that fence. Fingerprints, my dear, to the soil I'm putting on. <laughs> the agony. I see you're putting on the agony, putting on the style. <laughs> and why not see what all the young folks are doing all the while? And as I look around me, I see. Yes, yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Gaffer Donegan. Now then. <laughs> 
Now, I wonder if you could direct me to Hungerford House. Hungerford House? Don't mention that name in this village. It's a curse upon us all. Oh, is it? Ah. It's laid up on the hill like some great moving thing. Great is among the souls. Yeah, evil forbidden. This great power reaches to the sky. Well, I know he's only got two stars in the book, but um, it was recommended to me by the BBC. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but what about Hungerford House? Don't go there. They do claim the ghost of Toya Hungerford still walks. Does he there? Ah, it's one of his old haunts. Or he could tell you a story that'll make your hair stand on it. <laughs> I should be most grateful if you could. <laughs> well, yeah. take a breath and go on. Oh, you will. Well, it was a windy night in 1893. It was a great fall when this terrible thing happened to Toyota Hamilton. Yes, and he was still coming back, going through all the rooms, 13, 13, never 13. What for? His collar. Well, thanks for warning me, but I'm afraid I've already booked. Oh, you're going in. Oh, of course you don't bite me. Uh, you please yourself. You won't live to regret it. Oh. I know you'll tell you something else. If protected as most people are come to a strange, grinding noise, horrible girdle fell yes. the sea wall. Right. The plummet <laughs> Well, I'm just getting along now to Hungerford House. I told you, don't even let me in the village. It occurs upon us all. He was right, too. It is rather a sinister looking place. What's this now? Hungerford House, formerly the Station Hotel. Oh. I suppose, um, I suppose this massive thing must be the bell. I'll just pull it. Take the gentleman's luggage. All right, Percy. Oh, this must be your wife. No, we're just good friends, that's all. <laughs> he do like a good laugh. <laughs> now, sir, would you just sign the register? Yes, certainly. Oh, I see. There's quite a few people said here. Mr. Hargreaves and wife, Mr. Gombey and son, Mr. Mortimer Wheeler and mummy. <laughs> And mummy? Yes, a very sick woman. I've only seen her once, but it's covered from head to foot in bandages. Now, come with me. I'll tell you your truth. Rude. That's better. Yes, now tell me, this uh, Silas Hungerford, what form of chat was he? Well, if you're really insisted, there's a picture of him in the annex. Oh, I'd like to see it. 
Very well. But I must warn you, the picture you are about to see is considered unsuitable for persons of a nervous disposition. Oh, I see. It's got an X certificate. <laughs> oh, well, I don't think I'll see it. Neither did anyone else. No. Ah. Now, this is your room. It's a single room with an adjoining. An adjoining what? Nobody's ever found out. Oh, yes, it's quite nice. Just one thing about me. Has anything unusual ever happened in this room? Oh, yes, but not since 1904. Oh, what happened then? Well, the gentleman who slept in here then actually came down to breakfast next morning. Sleep well. Oh, well, I, I better get to bed, I suppose. <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> oh, probably just now. <laughs> well, we can all make a thing. I mean, oh, did somebody say something? No, it's impossible. I'll, I'll get on with this unpacking. You? Me? Yes. Pay attention. Oh. I'm hoping to you. <laughs> Look here, who are you? I am Philip Hungerford. <laughs> yes, this is your resident guest saying hello and welcome to Hungerford House. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I've heard a lot about you here. I've got something for you, Alistair. <laughs> Color stuff. <laughs> At last, my present edition. Now I can lose the ball. Good, yeah. <laughs> Where is the
jolly nice pack. What do you think of it, Carlos? Oh, the great is he's done. I'll take the music tension. So, I'm real good. <laughs> and a good job, too. Now I can get a good night's sleep and be fresh for tomorrow's panel day. It's going to be a busy day. As the trouble with these spontaneous and unrehearsed shows, they need so much rehearsal. <laughs> Start, 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 please, everybody. Thank you. This is the BBC from and Cornwall with another edition of Next Question Seat. Tonight, our panel consists of first at the top of the table, our naval expert, Lieutenant Commander Roger Shallowley, RN retired, author of such books as The Complete History of Naval Warfare, Campaigns of World War II, and A Thousand Things to Make with Mastiff. <laughs> Shallowley? Ahoy there! Permission to come aboard. And, uh, and next to him, charming and talented actress, Eunice Gayfire. Miss Gayfire is, of course, an expert on interior decorating and was until recently married to John Paris. Well, you just have to go, darling. He's passed with the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> next, we have the well-known countryman and author, Arthur Pallowfield. Ah, well, I must say how wonderful it is to be here in Blabber well, What a glorious picture of the place it is. And I don't mind telling you, I'd be very sorry to leave. <laughs> and finally, at the end of the, uh, oh, well, under the table is our philosopher and poet, Bertrand Bustle. Now, Bustle, what are you doing under the table? Um, I, I, I lost my glasses. Um, they must be somewhere, if I can... Uh, oh, I'm terribly sorry, sir. Uh, <laughs> ah, ah, there we are. Mm, well, that's very much better. Now, uh, where am I? Well, now, we are, we are ready for our first session, which comes from... Uh, Timothy Hatt. I should like to ask the team, do they think that the recent atomic explosions in the South Pacific were caused by the bad weather we've been having this summer? <laughs> Thank you. Now, what do you think about that, uh, Sarahfield? Well, I think the answer lies in the soil. After all, I come from simple countries. My father was a man of the soil, my grandfather was a man of the soil, and my great-grandfather was a man of the soil. He was the dirtiest family in the <laughs> I mean, there's no getting away from it. If you're good to the earth, the earth will be good to you. Thank you, thank you, Fallowfield. Well, now, let's hear what the Navy has to say about this problem. Shallowly. Send a gunboat. That's the solution. And waste no more time on work. Fight force to force. You've got to show them who's top dog. Yes, but Shallowly, the question is concerned with atomic power. Then send an atomic gunboat. Lower over water! No, 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 I would like to ask the Queen, if you weren't you, who would you like to be? Right, Bustle. Well, I don't think you're asking me. I don't know. I mean, I haven't thought of it. I remember when I was at Cambridge, I wanted to be somebody, but who was it? Well, I suppose you're one. I don't know. Perhaps, um, Jean Mansfield. Well, that's the most interesting, Bustle. Why should you want to be Jane Mansfield? Well, if you're good asking me, I really don't know. Oh, pity. It might have been interesting. Eunice, who would you like to be? 
so many famous women on the stage. I feel I've been all of them. It had to be anyone. I think I could choose a lady to buy that. They seem to have such poise and charm. And such a good publicity angle. <laughs> yes, yes, I'd like to be Lady Godiva sitting up there on that lovely white horse. Charlie, what would you like to be? I'd like to be that lovely white horse. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. That was absolutely. Well, now, we've got time for one more question. Oh, if you'd like to ask me a question, what do they think is going to make the brain be the dragon? Bring the jumper! Pipe down, Charlie. Uh, Bustle. <laughs> yes, well, I, I think I can answer that one. Yes, definitely. It's only man. Bustle, we've finished with that. Oh, well, uh, could I have her then? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anybody got the time? Yes. Yes, it's time to end this edition of Next Question, please. Yes, you mean you haven't answered my question on brain. Well, I suggest you write to the answer. Yes! Well, I'm sorry, he took umbrage with umbrage, but there it is. However, there is one name we can mention here, and that's a very well-known name of our vocal and instrumental trio, good friends of ours, because they always laugh at our jokes, which is only fair, because we always laugh at their playing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the mountain that will fear. As I was going to draw my fancy singing, singing, but I got the name of the man of the lady, away for the reading. Her eyes were blue and golden hair, and she went on to draw very fair. A rifle, rifle, folder in line, oh, rifle, rifle, folder in line.
of the Kenneth Horn documentary feature, Horn of Armour. Yes, each week at this time, Kenneth Horn and his team of investigators bring your factual reports on topics of immediate interest. And tonight, we present a close-up on education. Are we really well-educated? Not half the end. Well, first of all, we ask the cross-section of teachers their opinion of the educational system. 10% said, it's the finest in the world. 15% said, the educational system in Great Britain is without parallel. And 75% said, right, Bender, about. <laughs> well, let us now ask the man in the state his views on education. How about you, sir? Well, of course, I was fortunate enough to go to public school in university. I see. And do you find that classical education has actually helped you in life? Oh, of course, yes. Well, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm the only chap at the Labour Exchange who can fill in the form in Latin. Mirabile Dictu. And what about... <laughs> and what about you, madam? Well, thank you. I loathed my school. Oh, what? The education was all right, but I objected to the principle of the thing. <laughs> well, now, now let's ask this, gentlemen. Well, at school, I was voted the boy most likely to. Most likely to what? I don't know. I didn't stay long enough to find out. <laughs> well, I'm making up for lost time by these educational correspondence courses. Oh, you're taking lessons by post. That's right. Of course, I play student now and again. How do you mean? I send the envelopes back empty. <laughs> Finally, let's ask a VIP from the Ministry of Education. Yes, well, of course, Edward Pierce will absolutely a good school. I myself left busy at school. Particularly for my old days, Mr. Vigilant. Never said you would sell together. <laughs> yes, you must have been the excelling mistress. <laughs> well, now, when one considers the finest in education, one automatically thinks of the great university. So, for a report, over now to our commentator, Cecil Smith. And I'm standing now in the process of one of the farmers' famous universities. And he's the person that trusts the visitor of Oxford. It's a beautiful architecture. I think what I can see a magnificent gothic pile on the top of which there's a... Oh. I think it must be an example of only Roman pottery. Hmm. Um, well now, looking around at some of the other buildings, I see the architecture here. The seat of the work. Not just for the students. A group of young students strolling across the quadrangle. Perhaps I can get them to say a few words. Excuse me, gentlemen, I'm, I'm from the BBC. Now, what do you think of it here at Oxford? What? Oh, yeah. And it looks like this is just a slip. If I leave the studio, Fortunate and excellent education can be got at the secondary modern school. Let's eavesdrop on a couple of typical schoolboys at such a school. Jack Smith? What is it? Well, he's armor. You're a devil. Both of you writing Johnny Smith is the best checker in the school on the blackboard. No wonder Miss Skip's got kept in after school. What is it? I'm not saying, but I'll tell you one thing. What's that piece to advertise? <laughs> My old schoolmistress, Miss Sagthorpe. S A M B A. That's what she taught me, the Samba. There are some saggers that she was affectionately called because she generally was. 
However, we turn out of the BBC into the important contribution it makes towards education, namely broadcasting to school. Hello, school. Oh, Dorothy, now this morning, Teddy, we are going to pretend we're in a starry glow. Yes, this is the BBC Mary service. Now you're all little elves, sisters in the mushrooms, and we're all going to dance round the poplar tree. Oh, dear, we're very, very happy, because it is the most popular tree in the forest. Now, now, all together, with the music, and one and two and one and one and two and one 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 and Dear, what is that fun? <laughs> well, that's all for today. But Auntie Cragmire will be back tomorrow. Yes. When you begin another hearty little dance called Slaughter on 10th Avenue. Ah, <laughs> oh, mushrooms with two legs. Finally. Finally, to complete our survey of education, let us take a stroll through one of our leading public schools. Now then, what's this? <laughs> Chemistry. <laughs> ah, now, what, what's in here? Yes, Reggie, I told you the one about the two old birds who was... Must be the common room. <laughs> I wonder what's in here. Hello, boys. Hello, Florrie. <laughs> Florrie at Eden. Well, I think we've just got time for one more call. Let's try here. Hello, Peter. Hello, Beauty George. Yeah. I say, have a piece of cashier. Yes, it's pretty, isn't it? Will you, will you swap it to my counter? It's a tell All right, sir. Uh, the way he's been finding the geography class today. Why? Try to drawing to an old admiral's chair. Good for you. Charles, <laughs> have a gob, brother. Uh, better not. Charles is just starting. Yes, yes, there's a bell. We'd better hurry. Well, stay home with it, sir. Goodbye, headmaster. <laughs> Jake Brown. <laughs>